This is Clint of the Geek Dig Podcast, and you are listening to the one and only BS Podcast Network. My weekends, this is Sergeant Potato Ed. Line up, line up, line up for roll call. This is Drill Sergeant Danny, Commander Kevin, Ensign Eli, at Lee's Privates. Wait, no. Private Lee Lastovica. My weekends. Get ready for the magic. Sergeant Potato Ed, out. Jumbo, everyone. Harambe. And welcome to another edition of the, the Magic, magic Our Way Podcast. podcast. Sante Sun, everyone. You're listening to the Magic Our Way podcast from New Orleans, Louisiana, in the United States of America. We are artistic buffs talking about Disney stuff, and this is a show in which every opinion is welcome. MagicOurWay.com is where you can find us. My name is Kevin. And I am Danny. And on this show, we follow the Disney concept of edutainment, where we focus on your entertainment, and along the way, you just might learn a thing or two. Hey, hey, hey. And as always, to join in our discussion, we have our resident comic genius from IvoryComics.com, Mr. Eli Ivory. How are you doing, sir? Oh, good. Nice and full and get ready to bring the fiction on. How y'all doing? Bring the fiction on. (laughs) Love it. Long, strong, and bound to bring the fiction on. <laughs> <laughs> For you literary types out there. It is. And also on this show, we have a resident travel agent for Magical Moments Vacations, the Shaggy TA, Lee Lastavica. How you doing, sir? I'm very good. How are you gentlemen doing? Very well. Thank very you. Well. We're, very we're well. dandy. Good to hear. And because, look, we got a great show for you today. Today, we are flexing our creative muscles once again as we present to you our ideas for a new character dining experience in the Disney park. So that's what we are going to create. And just to tease a little bit, shall we tease the listeners a little bit, guys? Um, let's let them know what we're designing our, our restaurants on. Tantalize away, Kev. Tantalize away. So me first, I'm using the entire Lion King universe for my restaurant. The entire Lion King universe. The entire Lion King universe. Universe, 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 universe. Lion of the universe. Simba and the masters of the universe. That's right. Right, Battle Cat. Meow. Right on. All right. All right. And so what about you guys? I went with outside of my comfort zone. I wanted to try it. So I went with Timmy Failure. Outside of his comfort zone, too, apparently. Yes, hopefully I don't get into merit. Yes, don't get into merit. Danny, what about you, sir? I went with Onward. I couldn't wait to go with Onward. I was surprised that no one else was going with Onward. But when I found that the Avengers were on the table, I almost tried to scoop them up, but I decided to stay true to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Onward was one I was kind of choosing between, but then, uh, you know, know, I said, no, I'll take this. And you took it. You scooped up on. Yeah, yes. I was like, dude, if, if you're if you're sure, <laughs> I am sure. I raised yeah, my hand. Very sure. Dry and secure. <laughs> onward then. That's right. Onward. Lee, what about you, sir? Onward. Uh, I'm going with Emperor's New Groove. Emperor's New Groove, guys. So look, it's going to be a great show. Should be a lot of creativity happening as we are apt to do. So enough of our jibber jabber. Let's go create some magic. Yes, sir. Here we are in the hub. And as I mentioned in the intro, we are about to flex our big old creative muscles. Huge. All of them. Huge. 
Massive. Ain't past knees. Gargantuan. It's awesome. All that. Anyway, so guys, what we're doing today is we're going to create a new character dining experience for the Disney parks. And just to kind of refresh what we're doing, Eli's doing Timmy Failure, Danny's doing Onward, I'm doing the Lion King Experience, and Lee is doing the Emperor's New Groove. So it should be a lot of fun, and uh, we always have a lot of fun when we do these creative things. So um, you're going to get this thing started, man. So uh, how about leading off? We're going to start with Danny. See what Danny's got going on with his Onward idea. Yes, sir. Take it over, sir. All right. So the most important question here, and I didn't want to really kind of get into it with you guys too much because I wanted to allow as much creative freedom as possible, is let's say you have something that doesn't fit in the existing structure of a particular area. What do you do? And so in my mindset, I'm like, well, then I guess I kind of have to take over a restaurant. So I'm like, if I'm going to take over anything, obviously I want to put this in the animal kingdom. It's onward. I want my representation of animals that never existed in the animal kingdom. So my thought process was to put it in the Rainforest Cafe. But knowing how Disney works, I kind of was like, well, they're not going to give away that. <laughs> they have a restaurant group willing to pay them. They have a restaurant on their property. That's not going to happen. Wait, wait, what was that? What, uh Oh, Chapek says no. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> he just he just sent us a text. Damn. I just want to let you know he said no. Absolutely not. You got his double like that? Damn. So if I can't get rid of the uh, Rainforest Cafe, uh, then the next best thing, and apologies to its three or four fans, is to get rid of the next abomination, and that would be Chester and Hester's Dinorama. <gasps> no! Not Chester and Hester! <laughs> no! Somewhere out there, two little itty bitty voices, and they both belong to Chester and Hester. Um, <laughs> no, I'm bulldo- I'm bulldozing that thing to the ground. That's it. Chester and Hester go bye-bye. Oh, damn. Oh, no. In its place, we're going to create a brand new land based upon new mushroomton from up. Yes. Uh, up. <laughs> onward. 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 onward up. Upward. Upward. Uh, towards toys. The onward. Sideways. That uh, was a different movie. Uh, soul. Face. Yeah, inside and out. Pick, uh, Pixar. Oh. Right. So, yeah, we're going to put new Mushroomton. We're going to redo that whole area. We can keep the Triceratops spin thing for the kitties, but we're going to be retheming it after a certain group of motorcycle riding sprites known as the Pixie Dusters. Yes. <laughs> yes, nice. Very good. <laughs> yes. You're going to be able to ride your own little Pixie Duster. Pixie Duster. Spr- yes. How apropos for a Disney fan to be able to ride a Pixie Duster. That's it. Uh, similar to the Jedi <laughs> Training Academy, the kids can also learn magic in front of the Fountain of Fortune that we saw uh, from the film where they find the last Phoenix gem. Spoilers. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, not no! Sure, not sure when this is going to be released. At least two weeks from now, right? At least. Hopefully yeah, we've seen the movie by then. Right. Yeah, and uh, so, yeah. Also in New Mushroomton, if you visit one of the gift shops, you can purchase your own little wizard staff for your little wannabe wizard, where they can practice their magic at various locales in and around New Mushroomton, because why should the wizarding world of Harry Potter have all the money? That's right. We've got to jump in on that. Yes. Does some come with gems and some without? Well, it depends on how much you're willing to pay. Oh, no. But if you speak from your heart's fire, you can uh, cast... Gems sold separately. <laughs> <laughs> you can cast gross spells. And good luck getting that thing on a plane or oh, the gem yes or oh, the staff the staff the staff oh shoot but anyway yeah i i, I foresee a, a scenario to where 
They'll have shops and various little locales where you can cast your growth spells, make the fireworks go, levitate things if need be. So that that was my idea is to be able to kind of give us a, a little taste of the Harry Potter experience kind of a thing. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. I like that. So uh, also what I was thinking is that we could borrow from the ailing swirling saucers in a Mater's Junkyard Jamboree and have the kids spin around in a trash can being pulled by a unicorn. I thought that would be kind of cool. You the cause me, man. Yeah. So, I mean, as you can see, this is going to be a very kid-centric place, a worthy successor, beyond worthy, I would say, to Chester and Hester. I'm even going to put an e-ticket uh, attraction in there. Are um, you? Oh, yeah. Similar to The Mummy. It's just going to be like an indoor coaster where Barley has rebuilt Guinevere 1 with a few modica modifications to accommodate all the would-be warriors who meet the height requirements for this particular quest. But I'm going to borrow from one of the deleted scenes from Onward, and this journey is going to take you right into the Labyrinth Mall to retrieve a unicorn crystal. However, all your hot riding around the mall is going to attract the attention of the most feared mall cotton cop in all the business. Kevin James? The Minotaur. Oh, the Minotaur. The Minotaur. <laughs> Voiced by Kevin James. Yeah. cop. <laughs> and he's going to chase you down. All that is... Doesn't that sound like an awesome little Lando visit? I think this would be killer. Yes, but none of that has anything to do with character breakfast, does it? Damn, no. But you know what? I was going to eat there. Well, you set, you're setting the scene. You're setting the scene. I'm setting the scene because I had to set a scene because I've got a, a restaurant that didn't fit in any other area of this park. So I needed to put something in there to make it fit. So Which you did, skillfully. Very I well. did. So running from the Manitar, Minotaur, that can uh, that can work up a bit of the a... Manitars. The Manitaur. <laughs> you can tell I got gravity falls in the brain still. And so do a lot of our listeners, thanks to that episode we did yes and thank god I'm, I'm so happy to hear so many people are going back and listening to that because of our recommendation because i love that show yeah i, I feel like life well spent anyway <laughs> running from the minotaur can work up an appetite so you can do one of two things you can grab some counter service over at burgershire which i think is just <laughs> cute uh but for the truly adventurous there's only one place to dine and that is the manticore's tavern which i'm proudly sporting in my shirt right here yes you are yes, you have the fresh off the presses you got a manticore tavern shirt i do so before you even step foot into the Manicor's Tavern. We're going to give you your first photo op right outside where Guinevere is going to be waiting. So you and the kids can all pile up in front of Guinevere and take your photos right out there. Right adjacent to that on the left-hand side, you're going to have one of those whispering elm trees, those talking trees that are going to be kind of like the Barker bird used to be, kind of beckoning you inside. Come on in, come try our fair over at, Man at the Manicor's uh, Tavern. And once you step in, you're going to see the exact same layout from the movie. The walls are going to be adorned with all the legendary artifacts from all these different quests, including the stuff that you saw from the movie, like Ian's staff and the burnt manicure mascot's head <laughs> on the wall. <laughs> There'll be a fun zone for the kids with games, a gift shop, and of course... A karaoke machine. That works. <laughs> that gonna, works. She's going to yeah. fix that by then. Uh, you'll even see the kids menu from the film as well, where you get to solve a puzzle and get to find out a clue as to where you can go ahead and point your wizard staff and make a little magic in the restaurant. So similar to the movie, one of the walls will be an open kitchen. And at my Manicore's Tavern, the open kitchen will be a little bit larger and done up as one big screen. It's going to be at the indentation, but you're going to be able to see in and it's going to be animated. And you're going to be able to see a lot of the inner workings of the kitchen, including the grumblings of our favorite goblin server, Adolphus, whose mama had to go somewhere and he's, he's fighting <laughs> with the Manicore. No. <laughs> So I thought that would be fun to have a little scene where you can kind of see inside the magic of the kitchen as the manicure goes in there and has to straighten out a few people. A second screen will appear as a door that leads outside where you'll be able to see a couple of unicorns eating outside of the trash, of course. Inside the restaurant itself, 
we're going to have four characters that are going to go to the tables. One will be, of course, the Manicor. Not the mascot version that you saw in the film, but the real Manicor will be going from table to table to take pictures with your kids. Two others will be going, of course, Ian and Barley. They will also be there, and they'll be going from table to table to take pictures with the kids. But lastly, who do you think the last one would be? A main man. Manicor. <laughs> I want the Manicor. A second, a second Manicor? Oh, that's true. Maybe yeah. too many Manicor. Mr. Manicor. There's never enough Manicor. Yes, no. All the Manicor. Manicotti. A <laughs> uh, uh, big old cheese puff. No. No. It's a stepdad. Yes. Wilden yes. Light. No, not the stepdad. You're talking about Colt Bronco. The dad itself. Wilden Lightfoot. Lightfoot. Oh. He's going to be half, half, of or half of him. He's going <laughs> to have his top half on. Are they just going to set the tray on top of him? going <laughs> <laughs> to eat off of his torso. <laughs> <laughs> and he'll be going around and he'll be taking pictures with the kids as well. And unlike all other character breakfasts, this is not going to be buffet. This is going to be made to order oh, because hey. this is going to this is going to be not just a character. It's going to be similar to uh, be our guest. And the, the food's going to be arriving by magic, and they'll just know exactly where it is to bring your food at your table. And we're going to do this up a little bit, like because there's going to be plenty of things to keep the kids distracted. Like I said, you're going to be able to do magic in and around the restaurant. You got a lot of things to look at. You'll be watching the kitchen. You got fun and games over in the uh, the fun room. So yeah, I mean that was my vision for how I would set up a new character breakfast. Or character dining experience, I should say, at the Animal Kingdom. Well, I like it. I do like it. I would book it. So, yeah, uh, there's a lot I like in there. Of course, I like the, the Grubbly employee because he was hilarious. Just in the movie himself. Giving everybody something to do in there. It's all good. I like that. You got to make the atmosphere feel magical. Oh, yeah. Mad, magical, mystery, mythical, mythological, all that kind of stuff. Well, sure. I mean, we're going to have like, you know, the goblets. You're not going to be drinking out of cups. You're going to be drinking out of goblets. Yeah. I want that. I want the staff, though. Do you want the staff? I want the staff. <laughs> they got the infinity goblet. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So who's next? Yeah. Okay. Uh, so I guess I'm up. Yes, go for it, Eli. Eli's got Timothy Failure. Timothy Failure. So it's it's always tough to follow up after this guy, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna do my best. Uh, I I like you, Daddy. Thought about where I would place the restaurant. I did not give it that much depth because I was like, hey, if they make it, that'd be awesome. That's the first thing. But uh, I figured I would if I were to put it somewhere. I don't have a specific spot. Just pretty much around. Uh, Wilderness Lodge. What do you mean, like around the Wilderness Lodge? You mean like in the rush, one of the restaurants? Yeah, but yeah, like in it, yeah. But it, it it would have to be a lot of space. I want it like in the Animal Kingdom, in the you know, in the wilderness with the animals. Oh, Animal Kingdom. I don't think do they have a character meal in uh, Animal Kingdom Lodge? Not not Animal Kingdom Lodge, no. Okay, well that'll work. All right, so Animal Kingdom Lodge. All right, so then the next thing I thought of was I was like, okay, well, there's a lot. The thing about this the show what I liked was that. It's all this different verbiage that you can kind of pick and choose from. So at first I thought about using like, you know, Timmy Failure's restaurant. I was like, nah, that's too straightforward. Then I was like total failure. I kind of was sticking with that for a while. But I was like, no, I got to dig a little deeper. Dig just, a little deeper. Just a little deeper. So what I came up with was Principal Crocus Kitchen of Monstrous Tyrannies. <laughs> Tyrannies? Yeah. So, <laughs> mm, tyrannies are good. Yeah, it's good. Make you want to eat some. So, here's the so chocolate covered tyrannies. Yeah, all the tyranny. Uh, so, here's, so, here's the thing the area itself is going to be made where the, it's the principal. He's pretty much uh, running the place. Like, he's your, he's your cook. But, of course, Timmy and Total and Molly Moskins 
and uh, took us there like your they're your meet and greets, right? So they're kind of like gonna go ahead and go around the area. So they're kids, real kids, dressed up as, or, or are these the cartoon representations of these kids? I have to go with the real kids only because I didn't read the book. I mean, I saw how they kind of looked, but I'm going off of what I saw from the, uh, movie, Dis- movie. the Disney version of Timmy Fallon. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. Is that too weird. Or? Well, I mean, you know, <laughs> there there is kind of labor laws. <laughs> well, no, I mean, yeah, you can work children, but you know, if it's only like a breakfast or so, well, they're not back there cooking. But they don't have like multiple that. failures. Yeah, yeah, there'll be mul- yeah, there's multiple failures. Yeah, there's multiple failures, <laughs> yeah, and they're just kind of going around on segways and, and stuff like that. Yeah, oh, nice. okay. yeah, oh yeah, that's good. I like so, that. uh, so here's so here's how it'll work. When you go when you go up there, there's gonna be like the display. You know, like you can get to order or your menu. So you have choice of what you want to order or a buffet style, right? So on the menu, we're going to have items such as the greatest omelet with a side of conspiracy, <laughs> the vegan demerit, I'll pay you later platter, the total red scarf, Russian goulash. I can describe what some of these dishes would be like, you know, but you're talking Belgian waffles or you know, a vegan or vegetarian breakfast. Yeah, goulash. Yeah, well, goulash would be like oatmeal goulash. or like a choice of grits. Yeah. Grits. <laughs> that has nothing to do with goulash. Oh, you're talking about goulash. You know goulash, Lee? Goulash is like, no, that's like hamburger meat and macaroni. That's goulash with tomatoes. Like, I can make that yeah, that's what for I remember you right now. Tomatoes. I didn't remember. I'll make it for you right now. <laughs> You're going to make, make it for me right, right now? now? Yeah, for real. Lee Lasavica, head chef at Timmy Philly Restaurant. <laughs> All right. Yes. There you go. Got a job. You can make for some you. Russian omelets or whatever you say. Make said. sure you double up on those beard nets. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. There's the Molly Moskins, which would be like a nice quiche. Uh, the sausage patty failure. So, like uh, pork sausage with eggs and grits and toast. That sounds like a vegan sausage. <laughs> <laughs> I just went with the wordplay right for that one. Uh, Crispin donuts. Then there's uh, through the house, which would be three pancakes, three orders of bacon, and a uh, big set of scrambled eggs. So that would be your choice of what you would you could order, or you can order the buffet. Right. So now when you make the order that you want, what they got to do is you know how they'll say, okay, your number is such and such. So like say like your number is thirteen. So they give you an IOU on the front. And then, like, it'll have your number on the back. So that's when you know, have your order ready. That's how you'd be, to be able to do. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So basically, yeah, by the kitchen, it's kind of like uh, Daddy said, there's going to be the actual kitchen where they cook your meal is going to be the, like a like towards the back part. But then there's going to be like a, like a screen or something in the front part that gives you the representation of a kitchen. And so then in the kitchen, you're going to have like principal croakers like being like hey you know don't forget to make this meal don't forget to do this don't forget to do that you know little timmy's riding around on the segway stuff and then all these different accidents occur in the kitchen so it would give the customer the impression that like all hell's breaking loose all in the hell's kitchen. breaking loose in the kitchen like your eggs are falling the oven catches on fire you know uh your souffle falls. Yeah, there's like <laughs> it's a flame for yeah, you know. The ice machine's too high and ice starts like smoking and then like ice starts shooting out, you know, ice keeps shooting out everywhere. Like, yeah, I mean like all kind of stuff. You know, then you could look on the side, like they'll have like some windows, and on the side there you'll have like different shots of total, you know, the bear. He's sitting down and he's like eating in like the in the area, like the little warehouse where you store stuff, so you'll have like, you know, eggs and stuff all over the floor. French toast, French toast, butter, all that stuff. 
Okay, so then uh, there's a drink machine. Drink machine where you have like your orange juice, apple juice, cranberry juice, that kind of stuff. So the only trick with this is we're going we're gonna to modify this thing. So you're going to have like a, a Timmy Failure cast member next to you. And when you go and get your drink, he's going to tell you the Russians are taking over the soda machine. So you got to be careful because this thing can explode in any minute. So every 15 minutes, this thing is, will be made so like a, a little shuffle come out. So he doesn't, you don't get anybody actually wet unless they want to be wet. But he'll, the character would, you know, kind of say, watch out, you know, I'll protect you, just like in the movie. And then, like, the soda machine will go haywire. Then the thing will stop, and it'll turn to normal so you could normally get your drink. It's like a little soda fountain show. Yeah, you get something weird in, like, every way you kind of go around there. Like at the Bellagio. Yeah, I guess like a fountain, but. (laughs) The Bellagio in the soda machine. Yeah, orange juice Bellagio. (laughs) Orange Lazio. Or or Lazio. Or Lazio. Or Jerry Yo. Or Jerry Yo. Uh, so then on the side, uh, you're going to have like uh, a couple of games, nothing too out the box, something like, you know, like what time, of, what type of Timmy feel your character, are you know, so they'll ask you certain questions, you know, you address them and then like based upon what character you pick, you know, the, the, the depiction of the character will show up and so you'll have all those different characters for the kids to play with and choose from. Uh, there'll be another one that's kind of like a mystery puzzle game, something akin to probably what you would see at Seven Dwarfs Mind Train. So, like, you know, it'd be like track the missing backpack or, you know, find the secret Russian hideout, that kind of stuff. So you can have, like, these little games to choose from and, you know, Timmy will go ahead and root you on. Then uh, on the different side of it, you got to have uh, where they'll actually sell the books for Timmy Failure. So that you'll actually have uh, a character that's made as a Florida librarian from the movie, like, you know, Big Lady again. So she'll kind of be like a like a genius bar, you know, she'll interact with you, talk to you and get in a book, stuff like that. So you got enough people to kind of sit there and entertain with. Uh, For the little girls, you got like uh, off to the side, you got a little Molly Moskins area, you know, the girls can come out there, talk to Molly about all the issues and stuff. And Molly's cool. You know, she'll paint your fingernails and stuff like that. And, you know, let you go anyway. So it tries to keep the kids entertained in case, you know, you want to eat as an adult. Your kids want to go around and just stay entertained. Stay entertained. Stay entertained. As far as the overall layout of the restaurant, it's kind of broken into a stack. So the ground level is called the mistakes were made level. So that'll kind of look to kind of like a elementary school. You have like the four desks together. So like you know, everybody kind of face together and, you know, kind of. Uh, eat their meal and uh, and whatnot. There'll be like some little plastic covering on the desk, so you can have like replica of like homework beat on the you know on the ground and stuff like that. The next tier, the next level, you just go up a set of steps. It'll be the total level. So that area will essentially look like uh, the back of the truck. You know, like when they went through the principal's house in the truck. So that's how the areas are. It's like the back of the truck kind of comes out the wall. That's like where they seat the tables and stuff. So, oh, it's like a big old truck. Yeah, it's just like four or five different trucks that come out. And you just, oh, <laughs> yeah, and they're just out there. And that's like you know where you would all crashed. Sit and eat. Yeah, you just sit and eat, and then like uh, again, the characters come out there and you know talk and mess with you. You can look at stuff about environmental health and all that good stuff. You know, just to look healthy. There you go, being healthy. And then the last step 
is greatness, the greatness level, which would be reserved if you had like big parties because it was Disney, right? It's always about high tiers. So uh, you'd have the greatness level where you could go ahead, have a party, and all the characters would come out, you know, sing happy birthday, make stories up, go ahead, entertain your kids. Mm-hmm. Very good. It's a lot. So now why any, uh, like a wilderness setting? I'm just curious. Mainly for Total, the bear, I wasn't sure what would be a comfortable place to really put. Because then, like, you know, because it's still a polar bear, but it could go anywhere. But that's pretty much the only. Okay. No, just, you seem to short about I was just curious. Oh, no, I just they, they, I had the uh, conservation theme and stuff in there as well. So. Oh, look at you. That's very Animal Kingdom of you. It was. That's what I was going to say. Is like, why not do it at the Animal Kingdom? Like, do like some special polar bear exhibit. You could buy some fish to feed the polar bears. I mean, like SeaWorld. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> With your exploding orange juice. With your exploding orange juice. Yeah, that's right. part of the buffet. And they could really bring in a polar bear. and then They know, could. Yeah, you just call it Total, and they throw sardines in there. Did I say you the name of the buffet? I can't remember. No, you didn't tell me the name oh, of the buffet. Total took his buffet. Total Tuckus Buffet. <laughs> yes. Total Tuckus. All the Tuckus. All the Tuckus. Take all the Tuckus you want. You like big Tuckus and you cannot lie? It's good. I love this topic. I can't deny. Well, cool, man. Very good job. So, Lee, turn to you, sir. Emperor's New Groove. What we got? Well, um, uh, my restaurant is also going to be in the Animal Kingdom. So, I'm not sure where yours is, Kevin, but <laughs> so far we're three for three for Animal Kingdom. So, hey, hey, hey. I don't know what that means, but all right. So, in my, um, in my mind... Something has happened to Expedition Everest. It's what? gotten to the point, yes, it's gotten to the point that the Yeti can no longer feasibly be where it's at. It is causing structural damage, and it's going to have to be removed from the Expedition Everest attraction. And uh, so Bob Chappaquiddick has decided that this is a good opportunity to revamp the whole thing and he doesn't want to have Expedition Everest without the Yeti anymore, so we're just going to start all over. And he brings in Joe Rody, and Joe Rody says, you know what we don't have? We have restaurants, we have roller coasters. What we don't have is a restaurant-roller coaster combination. Whoa. So that's where we start. <laughs> so that's where we get started. But basically, we're going to just have the restaurant, but Expedition Everest is going to be implemented as your transportation system to get to the restaurant. Wait, 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 wait. wait. So you got to ride the ride to get to the restaurant? Yes, you got to ride the ride to get to the restaurant. (laughs) Okay. since not everyone can ride on Expedition Everest due to height requirements, and since they're going to have to rebuild the track or rebuild stuff inside there anyway, we're also going to build a ride vehicle for those that, you know, for all ages or people that just don't want to ride a roller coaster. And there will also be a walk up to the restaurant as well. So you got three options of how to get there. So so, um, if you'll just indulge me a little bit, I'll be brief with these, but... The first one will be the Expedition Everest, the original that you remember. That's going to take us to the restaurant, which, of course, is built inside Cusco-topia. Wait, wait, back up. So this is the, these are different ways to get to the restaurant? Yes. So there's, again, there's, again, there's three ways to get to the restaurant, depending on what you choose. And it has to be shortened, too, because you can't you know, have a, a three-minute ride to get to the restaurant. you got to get people into the restaurant. So it's going to be a real quick ride on the previous Expedition Everest track. So you're just basically going to go run that first curve, go up the track until you get to the part, you know, where it breaks off and you normally would turn backwards. But instead of turning backwards, you're, as you're riding your, your cart up the track, your chair, your ride vehicle is slowly turning you backwards to where your back is facing that cliff. And instead of going back, we're now actually they built in a drop down that hole. And as you are down that, that steep incline, and this is all themed 
to the scene where uh, they're tied up together on the log and they're floating down the river. So, of course, you know, as you're going up this incline, you hear the, the, the lines from the movies like, uh, you know, don't tell me, we're about to go over a waterfall. Yep. Sharp rocks at the bottom? Most likely. Bring it on. Then, woo! Then you drop. <laughs> it's going to be the tallest, the tallest, steepest drop in all of Walt Disney World. This is before you eat. This has to be before this you eat. This is before. Yeah, no, you don't want to do this afterwards, for sure. This is all before. This is going to get you to the <laughs> And clearly this character breakfast is for kids who meet the height requirements. Right, exactly. Yes. To ride yes. Expedition Everest. All right, if they don't, just hold them tight. Yes. For those that don't, there'll be another ride track that you can go on to. And this will be kind of more set up like a Splash Mountain situation. Not necessarily a water ride, but where you're passing through all the animatronics you know, going through a cave and there'll be different scenes from the movie, like, you know, kind of building up the story, showing where Yzma got fired, showing, uh, you know, where Cusco gets poisoned, turns into the llama, show where Cusco meets uh, Pacha, all the kind of, just the storyline of the movie. And then it's a nice, easy ride and that'll take you to the restaurant. Okay. And then lastly, if you don't want to do any rides at all, if you just want to walk up to the restaurant, that's fine. But just so you can enjoy some of the fun too, you'll, you will pass through, uh, Isma secret lab and through um, screens and, you know, other imaginary magic kind of think something like Honda mansion where you go in the stretching room. So all these screens pop up and then the customer is going to lead everyone as we go, oh, fill in all available space. You know, we're going to take you to the restaurant. And then of course he's waiting for you to say, you know, pull the lever and he pulls the lever and woo, you feel like you're dropping, you know, down. Wrong and, lever. Then the, lever. and then at the end, of course, the cast members, as he lets you off, he says, I don't even know why we have that lever. And then that's all the three ways to get to the restaurant. Now, is there any pur- purpose in riding Expedition Everest unless you're going to go eat now? I mean, is there a third track where you can ride it and actually just ride a ride? Just ride a ride. No, again, because the Yeti's gone. So uh, Bob Chappaquiddick said, I don't want, we're just doing away with, with the whole Expedition Everest ride. It's now going to be Cusco-topia, which will be a restaurant, but you'll have these different ride vehicles to get you to the restaurant because he doesn't want to do it without the Yeti. Got okay. All right. Okay. So our characters, you'll walk around character Isma. So she's kind of like, not the, I don't know what it's called. So if you have the hostess, that's the people that seat you. Right. But if you're a host of the restaurant, you can walk around. That's what I'm imagining. I don't know if there's a, a better term for that, but either way, she's a walk around character. She will walk around, take pictures with you and things like that. And of course, when she smiles, we'll have it set up to where she'll have this big smile and she'll have a p- big piece of spinach in her teeth when she smiles for your pictures. <laughs> chef Kronk will be there who will be walking in and out of the kitchen coming to meet you at the table ask how your food is things like that Cusco Pacha and Chica will also be walk around characters they'll meet you and take pictures and things like that but of course Cusco if you want to take a picture with him he's going to be telling you no touchy no touchy <laughs> no touchy no touchy no touchy so you cannot touch him but th- that will be the character's and I really honestly was thinking like, oh, and the kids too. I'm like, wait a minute. No, we can't have any kid characters, to your point, uh, child labor laws. So the kids will be, you know, maybe you'll hear them in the background playing or something like that, but there won't be any, uh, the kids won't be any characters there. All right. So this is what I'm thinking for the menu. First of all, of course, you'll have spinach puffs, but those will be brought to the table just like you would normally bring out bread to the t- table and things like that. Okay. So it's just kind of complimentary, complimentary spinach puffs to all guests at the table. Will they be burnt? Will they be burnt? No. Not burnt. No, he, he got them in time. He, he got, got them in time. time. All right. 
So yeah, other menu items are uh, orcas wearing pants, plate of hot air, grandma's breakfast, bull to a gill. So orcas wearing pants, that's the combo, extra bacon on the side, plate of hot air, chili cheese sampler, grandma's breakfast, liver and onion rings, and bull to a gill, that's steak cut in the shape of a trout. You got meat pies, cheddar spuds, but if you don't want cheddar spuds, you also got cheese me no likey. Um, Mm, And you can also make my potatoes a salad. And one of the main courses I'm going to try to figure out how to do is going to be the pill bugs. Like when uh, Pacha was eating that bug through the straw. Uh, In my mind, I'm thinking like it's kind of a a baked potato type situation. Apparently lots and lots of carbs at this particular restaurant. And of course, anything can be served uh, swimming in gravy. That's true. All right. Very true. That's very true. true. And of course, if it's your birthday, you got to have the obligatory birthday song. One, two, three, four. Happy, happy birthday. Some of the other themes around the restaurant is there will be live music. And of course, live music will be sung by the theme song guy. He also sings other songs, though, from his repertoire, like, uh, It's not unusual to be loved by Cusco anymore. It's not unusual to be loved by Emperor Cusco. She's a lady. Whoa, whoa, whoa. He's my lady. And the lady is old. <laughs> and the uh, classic, What's new, pussycat? Is that my voice? What's new, pussycat? Is that my voice? Nice. And so on and so on. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> last last but not least, on the menu, you can also order the poison. The poison for Cusco. The poison choosing, especially for Cusco, to kill Cusco. Cusco's, <laughs> poison. Cusco's poison, okay. Cusco's right. poison. And, and this, you can actually go to a separate room, and when you drink the poison, you go into this room, and again, through the magic of Disney Imagineers, you will see yourself turn into different animals and your voice will be matched those animals. So again, you know, the cat, is that my voice? Or, you know, the octopus and all those other animals, they'll be there as well. And then, of course, when you leave, you have to drink the antidote so you can turn back into yourself. Lastly, as you uh, know, there's already a gift shop in place, so you might as well take advantage of that. You'll have different things like uh, cookbooks, cooking with Kronk, cooking utensils, clay pots, alpaca fur jackets, uh, things of that nature, handmade home decor, things like that. And then, of course, a percentage of those sales will go back to restore local villages and restore rainforests in the area. Conservation. Conservation. So that is uh, Cusco-topia. Hey, all right. So so how do you get out the restaurant? You still take the... No, you'll just you'll just exit out of the restaurant and out into the park. Oh, okay. that's why I was kind of waiting. I got a bit. I was in suspense because I thought, yeah, I thought you'd get dropped back out. He shakes you up before you get into the restaurant. That's pretty creative, though. I, I so are the bathrooms going to be two little houses on either side of the mountain? Is that what it is? Right. Yeah. So you have a good <laughs> view. That you hear the music, the hills sing. Whatever else. Cool. All right. Very good, man. Thank you. All right. Of course, last but not least, it's me. And as I stated, I base this off of the Lion King universe. And the name of the restaurant is Timon and Pumbaa's Legendary Dining Extravaganza Experience. Yes. 
And if you're curious, the cost is two dining credits. However, Timon only wanted to be one and a half, but Chapek said no. It is. So that's it. So he had to round it up to two. He's just like, Timon, I don't want to deal with the halves credits, so you just keep it nice and full. The halves and the halves not. He liked those round numbers. That's what he likes. Good and round. Chapek likes the round numbers like his hit. <laughs> anyway, so location is going to be at Animal Kingdom Lodge. So that works out. And actually, to be more specific, if you look at a map of Google Maps, you see the original Animal Kingdom Lodge, and then you have off to one side is Kadani Village. This restaurant's actually going to be uh, more or less in the woods, and I'll explain how this works. In the woods that's to the right of that little thing, if you look on the map. Next to the Timmy Failly Restaurant? Next to the Timmy Failly Restaurant. That's right. It is. That's right. So there's good. So just to kind of give you a, uh, an idea, I'm going to paint some pictures for you in your mind's eyes. So you can imagine what you're doing. So you're leaving. You just checked in Animal Kingdom Lodge. You're about to catch your EDR, right? So you're stepping out, you turn left, and you wander into those woods. As you walk into the woods, you, of course, you hear the sounds of animals and various nature sounds occasionally interrupted by the sound of a Disney bus making its way to the resort. <laughs> um, when you approach the restaurant, which would be indiscreetly marked, uh, not marked, but other than the flow of people going in and out, it looks like you're about to go underground, which you are. And specifically, you're about to go underneath that savanna that's right there, as if you're entering like a meerkat hovel or home like that thing you see in the Lion King on the half so basically that's what it's themed of okay so just uh, before I go into further details uh, the type of restaurant I picture this is like a cruise ship setup kind of like the spirit of Aloha show in terms of how the dinner is presented so there will be multiple seatings for dinner throughout your day with some restaurant entertainment of course and I'll paint a picture of what I see this place looking like in just a little bit, as well as the menu. So just kind of give you an idea. But it's kind of like that setup. You have uh, several different set- sitting downs of dinner because it comes with a show. And then that's pretty much it. They're only open for dinner kind of thing. So as you're going into the entrance, as you approach the hostess station to check in for your ADR, you look up and you see in the ceiling like holes in the savannah, much like you saw in Lion King 1.5 where, you know, the meerkats poke their heads out. And they can look around and see if there's any predators going around. Um, certain ones will have little stairs so that like the little kids can kind of get up there and kind of look around there. And you're actually really underneath the savanna. So, you know, hopefully you see animals. We don't know. Maybe not guaranteed. But, you know, hopefully you're looking around in, in savanna. You can see little animals and stuff. Hopefully a bull isn't standing right over. <laughs> <laughs> Surprise. Hey, Dude. Timmy, look up. <laughs> <laughs> what is that? And coley cattle. Move away. Move away. Dad, don't you have that on your pickup truck? <laughs> Step away, son. Step away. Uh. Anyway, so meanwhile, while the kids are playing with that, the adults learn a little bit of how Playing not to... with that. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, But anyway, so (laughs) the adults are learning how not to get eaten by a predator, you know, so they see little posters and they see little television monitors uh, doing all these kinds of little uh, PSAs, uh, public service announcements, and they all have different little titles. Like, for instance, uh, one thing may be bait or not bait. That is the question. Or you may have be a predator, not prey. And you'll have one that says, are you a consumer or the consumed? That kind of stuff. Yeah. Deep. And then on the screens every so often, you'll see this question. I'm, am I a man or a Muppet? <laughs> and then Timon appears and with, with a look like, what, what is this? And then Jason Siegel pops out and says, oh, man, sorry, wrong restaurant. Timon, could you point me to where the Muppet restaurant is? And Timon tells him where it is over at Dizzy's Hollywood Studios. And he says with a wink to the fourth wall. And then they both walk away. And then you hear him just kind of talking how to get to the Hollywood Studios. It's kind of like a little random nod to the Muppets in that little uh, PSA announcements. <laughs> Doesn't happen often, so you're not going to get it over and over again, but if you're lucky, you get to see it at least once before you enter into your restaurant for your meal. Ah. Just like a little nugget, a little a little uh, hidden gem there for you. A little Easter egg. A little Easter egg, yeah. So the layout of the dining hall, guys. So the overall look of the restaurant is themed to the, the meerkat, I don't know what else to call it, hovel home? Uh, <laughs> I'll use hovel, so I don't know what that hovel is. Hovel works. Hovel works, yeah. 
And it comes with that overall color scheme. So your underground's got that little overall. It's kind of like a, a little brownish, you know, beige's kind of thing. Somewhat dark, but not really. And just to further uh, convince you about what the layout is, it's more like a hub and spoke kind of design, kind of like uh, Be Our Guest. So you have like a main center area of sorts, which that would serve as like the entertainment stage and all. And then each of the five different areas or dining areas all can see that little entertainment space. So it's kind of like a theater in the round kind of a thing. So every dining area uh, can see what entertainment's going on at all times. Almost like the Festival of Lion King setup, except instead of different sections of audience, you have different dining areas. So it's that kind of a hub and spoke kind of a design. Just like I said, the center of the stage, uh, the center of the whole area is like a little stage. That's where a lot of entertainment happens. But anyway, so as you examine the rooms, you notice that each area has a theme. And the themes I came up with this, you have Pride Rock dining area, you have the Elephant Graveyard, uh, you have the Gorge, you have the Hukuna Matata Jungle, and then you have the Tree of Life, which is from the Lion Guard cartoon, right? That little thing. So I incorporated that in there. And basically, unlike uh, Be Our Guest, where it's like really closed off rooms, these all have very opening air kind of set up so that everybody that's in that dining room can see into that center section for the entertainment portion. So kind of further do that. So uh, take a second to picture what that may look like, right? So all the colors of what they may painted, all the lushness. And then I want you to smudge it up just a little bit, like kind of like Bert did to his drawings uh, when he returned back to the real world and started reading on them. So it's not perfect, right? And the reason why it's not par- perfect is because these were hand-drawn, right? Timon and Pumbaa, they wanted to create a restaurant. So they, uh, Timon got him and his relatives to paint all these different uh, themes into each of the rooms, you know? So it's, it looks like what it is, but it's not perfect because you can tell somebody actually kind of you know, maybe colored it with crayon or something or did their best with it. So that's the kind of aesthetic or the kind of feel and look rev is kind of, you know, thrown together, but we're still in the meerkat hovel kind of a thing. But of course, it's going to look clean because it's Disney, you know, after all, right? Well, of course. Yes. So uh, some of the features that I'm thinking of for each of the rooms, right? So Pride Rock room could have tables that are miniature versions of Pride Rock, right? So each one's, you know, the Pride Rock kind of has a little thing and it has a little platform where he walks out. Yeah. So each one of the tables are designed like that, different sizes and, you know, <laughs> shapes, you know, and stuff. So how many adults are going to be holding their kids up? <laughs> the table. As many as you want, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a photo op. That is a photo op, yeah. <laughs> no kidding. You might steal the tables. <laughs> All right, so the Hakuna Matata room ha- have tables that are made of rocks and logs and whatnot. So, and every now and then, a warning voiceover comes over and warns dinners to mind the grubs. And then you get goosed in the butt, much like you know you do in the. Uh, it's tough to be a bug every now and then. Oh, oh. somebody pokes you in the butt. Somebody pokes you in the butt. So that's a little feature, a little tease in that room. So if you're into that, that'd be a room for you. <laughs> uh, <there's- laughs> a lot of people raising their hand out there. Right? Yeah, I, no. I can guy? see it. I see it. That's good. For I want to be goosed. Woohoo! The Tree of Life room, of course, you know, you have regular tables, but with a singular, ped- a singular pedestal to hold up the table. And as you can imagine, that pedestal is made to look like the Tree of Life. <laughs> so everybody's table is held up by the Tree of Life and have these little miniature versions all over the place. Uh, the Gorge. Okay. So each table has a little napkin set up that hangs off the side of the table. All right. So if you want to picture this, it's kind of like a hook. That may or may not be shaped like a lion that allows a napkin to dangle off the side of the table. May or may not. <laughs> in the gorge, yes. Okay. May or may not, yeah. Because, you know, in the gorge, that's where, you know, the dad kind of, you know, he's hanging off the side of the cliff so kind of a deal. Yeah. He could be alive, he could not be alive. Yeah, we, we, yeah. we may or may not know. That's a tight. But, I, I, you know, above all this, picture this, the napkins are all made like really, they look like really big leaves from like a really big old tree. So like, you know, the big, big, big old leaves kind of thing. So the menu, uh, I asked my daughter to actually help me come up with the menu, and this is the following what they wanted to see in this particular restaurant when I told them the title. 
Uh, so just kind of uh, just to throw this in there. So appetizers, we got escargot, soup salads, and a specialty a salad called the Cub Salad. Cub Salad. <laughs> Basically a Cobb Salad, but they call it the Cub Salad because, you know, <laughs> it's Lion King after all. So, oh, just to remind you, uh, for like the this cruise ship setup, it's an all-inclusive type of meal. So you get to pick your appetizer, main dish, and a dessert. Plus you have your drinks. Alcohol extra, of course, as Disney's want to do. So those are your appetizers, and there could be more, of course. I, I didn't get a chance to go into all of it, but that's all they came up with. Main dishes, this is what they wanted to see in this place. And then, granted, it's kind of random, but, you know, why not? It's Timon. Anything can happen. Grilled cheese, lasagna, pancit, uh, wildebeest, spaghetti. Wildebeest is basically like a steak, right? They okay. call it wildebeest, but it's really just steak. Uh, spaghetti, po' boys, turkey sandwich, various seafoods, boiled like we do in Louisiana. So it's like shrimps, crabs, crawfish, a meatball sub, ravioli, and my oldest came up with grub pizza. Grub pizza. Grub pizza. Basically, it's pizza with sausages and meats and vegetables that are cut out or shaped to look like grubs. Slimy yet satisfying. Exactly. Yes. Um, so if you notice, each one of these sections has a little thing themed to Lion King. So you have we have the cub salad and now we have the grub pizza. And for the kids, they put together the kids menu. Um, so they got chicken nuggets, tacos, hamburger, cheeseburgers, spaghetti, uh, meatball sub. The little one always really wanted a meatball sub for some reason, so she kept saying that. So, okay, meatball sub and ravioli, okay? And each meal they said, and the girls told me, each meal has to come with a side of fruit or fries. Your choice. Wow. It's like, very good. And they came up with these drinks. They said they wanted to have tea, Coke, Fanta. I don't know why Fanta. Oh, <laughs> I other, love Fanta. And, red uh, drink? Oh, yes. Wanta, 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 Fanta. Yeah, red drink? Oh, yeah. That's the tree of life. That's the soda life. It is. Yeah. And, and I quote, uh, in, in addition, various sodas. Various like, sodas. I was like, right. what is various sodas? Like, oh, various sodas. All the sodas. Okay. And for desserts, we got brownies. We got uh, buto. We got uh, chocolate souffle from Palo and the Dizzy Cruise Line boat. Uh, we have beignets with starbursts shaped like roaches. And I'm like, dear, why is that? I was like, oh, because you can't let the roaches get to the beignets. I'm like, okay. <laughs> and then we came up with the whole idea. Well, we'll just shape some starbursts like, you know, roaches. So like, you have the beignets and like roaches trying to get at it and you can eat both. I said, okay, we'll All go right. with that. I was saying, this is my dessert. I came up with this one. This is called just straight up grubs. I don't want no grubs. I don't want no grubs. <laughs> but you might want these grubs. But it's, uh, the, you know, maybe for the kids, but maybe for the adults too. I'll eat this. But it's a small cast iron pan uh, with a dark brown, very fudgy cookie at the bottom. Okay, so that's like the base. And on top would be your mixture of like sour worms and other little candies that kind of look like little grubs that are sprinkled on top. And that's pretty much it. That's the grub dessert. So you're actually eating grubs for dessert. Awesome. Yeah. So that's that. So, of course, we got entertainment in this restaurant. All right. Right? We're entertainment. Right. And these are also where the characters that come in, they come and meet. Because, uh, you know, after they perform, they'll come out into the audience and they'll, they'll make their way around the rooms. But all the while, you know, as your meal is progressing, you have entertainment. And the center of the area is where, um, as I repeated, everybody, every one of the dining rooms can see. That's where the entertainment takes place. So these are some of the ideas I had for that. So to start out with, I envision uh, Timon and an audio animatronic Pumbaa, kind of like what you see in the Festival Lion King, to come out and welcome everybody to the restaurant and act like MCs for the rest of the dining experience. During the appetizers, we will be treated to a Tai Chi presentation performed by sloths. What? <laughs> so a bunch of sloths tai doing tai chi. Tai chi performed by sloths. Performed by sloths. Yes. And this is all animatronic. No, this is, this is people in uh, sloths outfits. Sloths outfits. Yes. I was gonna say like sloths. They don't have. They don't have like long arms. But if you think about how they move, they're perfect yeah. for tai chi. <laughs> Yeah. Like a little Call it Tai Chi. Tai Chi. Tai Chi. So, you know, Timon, seeing that they're taking forever to do this, Timon gets the tumble monkeys to carry him off. So then, you know, as what, the tumble monkeys come out, grab them, pick them up, and all the while they're still kind of doing their movements and they take them <laughs> off stage. 
like Showtime at the Apollo. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. Just like Sandman. They don't get sweet, but yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's the appetizer section. I like that. And at some point, you know, just about when the main course arrives, Rafika comes out, and you hear this: "Here comes your dinner. Just be careful. It's hot. Ouchie. Ooh, yes, it's hot. Yes, it's hot." That kind of thing. And then here comes your meal. Wow. <laughs> so everyone gets fed at the exact same time. Everybody gets fed at the exact same time. Yeah. Yeah. We kind of play out the meal to kind of go with the entertainment that's going on. Uh-huh. Uh, so it's like a dinner show. It's a, exactly like a dinner show. Exactly. Yes. And so now, you know, you get to the dessert section. The Tumble Monkey's cousins, the Juggle Monkeys, come out to perform. You know, Timon says, here come the Juggle Monkeys. And of course, they just juggle, right? Um, they start their act with a few tricks. But then well, you see one monkey that runs center stage and starts jiggling. You know, yeah. and then the following conversations ensue. This is what I pictured him had the conversation. So Timon says to this guy, he's like, um, what do you think you're doing? And Jungle Monkey says, I'm jiggling. What? Timon shakes his head, right? And the Jungle Monkey says, don't you, didn't you finally call me up here to perform? I've been waiting for this for quite a while now. Timon's like, no, 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 no. I said Juggle Monkey, not Jingle Monkey. You look like you're doing a not so well done hula. And then Timon looks around, he notices the rest of the Juggle Monkeys start to do the hula, kind of jiggling and stuff like that. And then Timon, of course, he's, you know, he says, well, if you can't beat him, join him. And then you hear. So then, you know, so Timon, you know, he gets into the whole uh, 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 the hula thing. Right. And then, you know, then D- Timon decides to uh, invite the diners to join in the hula. And then he tells him to wrap. Remember those leaves that look like napkins or napkins that look like leaves? Yeah. He tells them to wrap those around their waist and start jiggling, you know, so they're doing like the, the hula. And then before you know it, the whole wait staff, kind of like this, kind of like on the cruise, the wait staff comes out, they have their hula skirts on and they come out to help uh, every, anybody wants help getting their napkin on and start, everybody starts jiggling. So you have this music going on and everybody in the restaurant's kind of up and dancing, you know, kind of working off that sugar from your dessert. You know, it's a very interactive kind of cruise-like experience, right? Work off that grub. Yeah, work off. Work off that grub. So that's with it. So the last thing that finally happens is that Simba comes out. This is an animatronic. And so Pumbaa, the picture opportunities with Pumbaa and Simba are animatronics. I visually wanted kind of like the uh, living character to happen so they could walk around a restaurant. But I was like, well, if I'm being realistic, they haven't done anything with that so far. So I'll just keep them like the Festival Lion King and people can come up to the stage and, you know, yeah, take pictures and they would interact kind of like what Crush does in, you know, living with the seas and all that kind of stuff, you know, so they can talk with the people and say, hey, how you doing? Welcome to my restaurant, that kind of stuff. Right. So that's it. And so uh, so that's pretty much that kind of a thing. Uh, So that's your whole dining experience. And a couple of little things. You have bathrooms in the sinks. They have mirrors at the bottom. And it also has a very slow drain. So you have like a little standing bit of water, you know. So it kind of builds up a little bit, but not so much that it overflows, right? So you have this little pool of water. There's a mirror at the bottom. So then when you wash your hands and you look down into the basin, you see your reflection. And then you hear the words, remember me. <laughs> and then in the, in the mirror in front of you that you normally look at, you see clouds and stuff and it appears, you know. And your dad appears in the mirror. Yeah, and somebody's dad appears in the mirror. <laughs> somebody's dad. I swear to God, I thought you said there's mirrors in the, in the urinals. I was trying to figure this out in my no, head. sink, 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 What sink. the hell? Well, you can do that too if you sink. want. Okay. Wherever you... No, that would not be good. wants your mirror to be. I guess so. Well, you have to the urinals and you go to the bathroom, then Rafiki goes, whoa, what was that? <laughs> <laughs> kind of a thing. So then after that, you know, your meal wraps up and you go about your day and the restaurant resets for the next set of, uh, the next seating of dinner. So that is Timon and Pumbaa's, what the hell was the name of this thing? Right, Timon right, and Pumbaa's Legendary Extravaganza awesome. Experience. Yes. Blah, blah, blah. You can blah. also call it a Hoop de Zoo Review. Hoop de Zoo <laughs> Review. That's right. Actually, you know, it's funny you say Zoo because I actually had a, a, 
Uh, actually, I have an honorable mention that I almost came up with. And basically, it's it's a there's going to be two restaurants. A Little Mermaid restaurant, first of all, that's going to serve like a lot of cows, Sushi. deer, meat kind of section. No, a lot of cows, meat, and you know, a lot of cows, meat, all kind of meat stuff, right? You know, so they don't eat their friends. And then right across from you have Zootopia restaurant and they're serving all kind of sushi and fish <laughs> and stuff. And, you know, you see like the, there's two like little animatronics are all kind of like, mm. <laughs> you know, there's one serving the other. And, you know, but that's my honorable mention for that one. But yeah, there you go. There's my thoughts. Very nice. Very thank nice. you. Thank you. Thank you. Lying experience. That's not experience. That's an extravagant. That's an extended experience. You're right. That's right. I, I originally was going to do an adult character restaurant. And what I mean by that is like a character meet and greet restaurant that was specifically geared towards adults called waltz and you would have like more adult things like a bar with a cigar room and things like that and the main attraction would be an animatronic of wall but once i got past wall that kind of was like oh well i don't know what else i'll do but i thought it'd be interesting to try to do a more adult themed uh, character character meal Avengers Club restaurant. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. There's a dream. Yeah, there is a dream, right? So, anyway, guys, those are our thoughts, our creative thoughts about various character meals uh, that can be introduced in the parks. Uh, let us know what you think. We're about to tell you how to do that in just a little bit. Well, guys, we hope you enjoyed that show and our little exercise of creativity there. If you want to learn more about us, MagicOurWay.com is the way to go. There you'll find our social media links, past episodes, and more. Also, you can get in touch with us to voice your opinions on any of the stuff that we have created by shooting us an email at show at MagicOurWay.com or call or text us. Yes, I did say text to one eight one five mo weekend. That is one eight one five. Weekend. 669-4226. And of course, we got a couple guys to do things outside of the podcast. First of all, we got Eli. Eli, tell me what you got going on, sir. Oh, yeah. You know the story. It's all about the glory. So you could go to uh, Iron Comics website and see the artwork for Project Asian Savages. It's about to be damned. And when you're done checking that out, you can always go to the link that leads to this podcast so you never miss an episode. Uh, you can find me on Facebook, Eli H. Ivory. Uh, Project Geisha has a Facebook page. You can find some art there. Instagram over there to Ivory five oh four, and of course on Twitter I can be found at Hancocktail one sixty six. So yeah, if you appreciate the madness, and uh, you're just bringing me the gladness. Thank you very much. And of course, if you want to book a vacation to take a trip and see any of our dining experiences, whenever they get built, <laughs> you can do so through Lee. Lee, tell him how to do this. Give me a call at 832-431-1621. That's 832-HOOP-D-ZOO. 832-H-P-D-E-Z-O-O. You can email me at lee at magicrway.com. Check out the Facebook page at facebook.com slash lost in Vega travel. That's L-A-S-C-O-V-I-C-A travel. You can find me on Instagram at you got a friend in Lee travel. And if you do any of that, we'll get you hooked up and booked up with no. Hasselvika. And of course, a couple ways to support the show as a whole. You can buy some beignets, support the show that way. The link right there on our homepage. You can also represent the Mohican Nation wherever you go by purchasing some clothing from our shop. And the easiest way to support us is leave a rating and a review in Apple Podcasts or wherever you download the show, whether it is Stitcher, Blueberry, Google Play Music, etc. And remember, we are part of the BS Podcast Network, whose motto is We Speak Your Mind, so you don't have to. So be sure to support our partners in podcasting over there. And we thank you for taking the time out of your day to listen to us and making us a part of your Disney fan life. We appreciate you and love hearing from our listeners. All opinions are always welcome on the Magic Away podcast, so get in touch with us today. So, Mohegans, ladies and gentlemen, we say Kwaharini. My name is Kevin. And I'm Danny. Magic out. 
I have every intention of eating those bananas for breakfast, but I still somehow end up with Kunama tater tots. Hey, this is Kevin from the Magic Hour Podcast. When Calgon can't take me away, Mad Hatter Radio will. <laughs> Check it out. Bam.